Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. So I'm going back through some nostalgia. I'm remembering a press conference with Woody Allen back in the early 90s. I was only about 12 or so when this happened. Did, wasn't really familiar with who this guy was or anything, but I knew he was having a relationship with a much younger young lady that was also his um, adopted daughter or not really his adopted daughter, but he had adopted other children in her family and he was seeing her mother. So suddenly he's in some type of weird relationship with her and I don't know if they, I'd say it's weird. Everybody was kind of saying it was okay because she was 21, but he was like, what, in his 50s or something like that? So whatever the case, I just knew it was weird back then, even being 12, but not knowing the full details. So this documentary just recaps it all and tells us what's the ins and outs of what was happening and the fact that he also molested his own seven-year-old adopted daughter Dylan and my heart just goes off for Dylan she is the main focal point as well as her mother Mia Farrow of this documentary and I just commend both of these ladies because um at the time she was only a girl but they really went through a lot um in this situation trying to prove and exonerate this young child saying that she was abused by her stepfather Woody Allen but he was such a powerful man that um, he had so much control over the situation and some of the governing powers that be that somehow paperwork just ended up missing somehow uh, the only evidence they did have was like one paper exonerating him and all the other notes that disappeared somewhere. I mean, just stuff like that, where you just see such a high level of corruption. And again, you see how the powerful people control narratives, even to the point of a young child being thrown under the bus in uh, in order for this man to um, get his way. For the ladies, Mia Farrow, um, her background was she was married. She actually was married to Frank Sinatra for a couple years, didn't know that. Then that failed. She remarried, um, had twin sons. They also decided to adopt and help some children from Vietnam during the Vietnam War effort. They wanted to help or do something, so they adopted many children from that area and became this very large family. Uh, all by Mia's suggestion. And so now he's he's divorced from her too, and it's just her and all these children. She still has her acting career, but she's kind of feeling kind of lonely, and this one, Woody Allen, comes into her life at a vulnerable point in her life. And that's at times, sometimes, when people can take the most advantage or try to take the most advantage. So we have to keep our wits about us, and we always have to stay aware but some major red flags was um, 
he was single i don't know if he had any kids of his own i doubt that he did he was an older gentleman no kids completely single i mean i'm not gonna try to bash anyone that's in that situation i'm older and single um i wasn't his at his age but okay he's an older single man and he knew she had all these kids and she thought he was going to feel some type of way. Many women do like, oh, I have all these kids, all this baggage and nobody wants me and blah, blah, blah. Many women feel that way at times. And there are some guys that will come and take advantage of that situation there. But there are some really good stand up people. In this case, Woody was not stand up at all. Um, so he came into the situation. She wanted to have another child with him for some reason they ended up deciding to adopt a child together but but in the beginning he was like well i have want nothing to do with children i don't want any kids let's just have this relationship and just let it be as it is and i think it's kind of odd that he didn't want to meet the kids he didn't want to see the kids or have anything to do with them at all from the beginning that seems very odd to me and then when he did get into the their lives and uh, he they adopted this child together he became very obsessive and possessive of this child as if it was his his thing so to speak and hovering over the child constantly making the child even feel strange about herself so then we find out later on that he's been doing things to her off and on and it finally comes to a head when something goes on in the attic and that's when Mia has to stand up and be strong she's been gentle all this time she's been with this man for 12 years she hasn't even demanded marriage or asked for marriage she's taking everything as it is he's actually also helping her career they're doing movies together everything looks perfect so to speak he becomes a father figure to all of the children and everything seems to look good until this time in the attic and actually before a little before this he um i don't know if i have the full timeline correct but she finds pictures of him well pictures of of her older adopted daughter that are basically sexual pictures and in woody's possession so i don't i'm not sure if she's continued to stay with him at that point but i just know the attic incident basically canceled their whole relationship she uh took her key back from him from the house and basically completely cut him off she went to court for she went to war for her child and that's the thing that every parent should do and even though dylan did express some regret she wished their mom was there that day so she could protect her when things happened but she told her mom you know i I love the fact that at least you were there for me to fight. You fought for me. You believed me. You went to court for me. And and she continued to fight for her in multiple court cases. Until finally, um, one of the, the final case that was open, the investigator felt that it would be too much for her to continue to go through these court proceedings and for the young girl to continue to testify. So they didn't do the final case, which would probably have ended Woody Allen up in jail. He continues to say he never did anything, but he always talks about, well, I fell in love with Soon Yi. 
she was 21 i still feel that that was an inappropriate relationship and what he did there mia has a completely torn apart relationship with her daughter soon Yi. she said she still loves her but her daughter wants nothing to do with her and she just pledged allegiance to woody allen so all of that happened in the uh documentary i know i spoiled everything but I just wanted to share this story as a cautionary tale for many people. This has gone on before. I I know it's even gone on in certain ways in my family. So this is a pattern that we need to adjust and we need to fix. We need to be aware as women not to allow men into our households and into our lives that could compromise our children. Bottom line, I mean... Uh, I know that Mia said she was broken after that after the relationship with Woody she never she saw she saw people in different relationships but she never brought them home because she just had that feeling of trust was broken and she could never uh, trust anyone the way she trusted him again so even before that could even happen you, you have to have that caution in your mind that hey I'm not just going to bring anybody into my home. And you have to be careful who you marry. You have to be careful who you bring into your life. It's a scary thing. At the end of the day, believe your child. Because sometimes things happen and you don't actually know who you're married to. You don't actually know who you've been dating for X amount of years. And something like this happens. Believe your child. Help your child. Get them out of the situation as quick as possible. Don't deliberate. Don't let that person come around any longer. And I, to me, I really don't care if, you know, they say, well, there, the child is lying and let's investigate and see. Sure, we'll do that. But once my child says that the first time, and even if it does look like, well, maybe it didn't happen, I'm still going to be leery of that person for the rest of my life. And I won't, I wouldn't want anything to do with somebody if my child accused them or any child accused them of something like that. So that was that was a crazy story. Crazy, but really messed up that it happens so much that this craziness is kind of a part of society. And then we have powerful people that can hide it and cover it up. And her brother, Dylan's brother, which is actually Woody Allen's biological son, because they did have one child together biologically. He became a part of the media. And he's the one that actually helped her bring the story back out because Woody Allen continued to deny, deny, deny. He continued to get the respect. People kept shrugging it off saying, well, you know, he kept saying he was exonerated. The final case, they didn't even try it because they didn't want the child to be further traumatized. So it was kind of left open and people kept being on Woody Allen's side. So as an adult woman, she just still felt that that trauma in her and that she had to bring this out further so her brother helped her do that he was reluctant at first because he wanted her to kind of let that part of her life go and move on but it's something that she had to do so he helped her um get an open letter out to the public and then his name is ronan farrell and he also helped to Expose Harvey Weinstein opening the whole Me Too movement. I think this was back in 2015. 
when everything started rolling in that direction. So he was he grew up in that environment and ended up exposing that in other people. And I thought that was a a good thing and a good take on the story that he took he took that whole situation down in in different ways in the media and society and it kind of opened up the whole me too movement and they really did it together because dylan's letter she did more than one was very powerful and opened the doors up to that me too movement so all of that culminated at the end of the documentary so it was it was very powerful was very painful to watch was very emotional and my heart goes out to Dylan even now but I think that it's something the important story to tell not only to clear her spirit but so many other kids out there that have been victims that might be victims that we want to prevent that we want to end that and we want to listen to our children and we want to lift our children up you know we haven't always made the best decisions when it comes to this thing but we can always take it from here and start making the proper decisions when it comes to protecting our children. Our children need to be protected first over our boyfriends, our spouses, our girlfriends either because women have also been predators as well towards children. So you always have to be mindful and cautious and look out because you don't always know what you're getting into you always don't always know what you're getting and for those parents that are out there very cautious when they date not bringing people home quickly um, taking your time it's very important that you do that and you always ask God to lead you and guide you and I mean, it even happens when people get married. You might not always know what you, who you married or what you married, so to speak, even. But I know that's another reason that God designed marriage is to protect the family. And when another man comes into your world, and especially he's not related to you, to the children, he doesn't have that connection to the children, who knows what type of thoughts might be running through that person's mind. The same with another, a woman as well. Who knows what type of thoughts these predators have in their minds and what they might do to your child. So I think family, God built family that way for a protective element to keep us keep us all safe and together. And when that breaks, you know, a lot of foundations break, a lot of things can go left but that's why we have to continue to stay cautious and stay mindful and also want to bring up the point that sex can be hell I say sex can be healed because I've seen documentaries. I've seen stories of pedophiles. I've seen shows and programs where people, they allow their sexual urges to control them. 
and almost like a drug and definitely like an addiction to the point where they can't keep their senses they don't they can't keep their right mind this urge is calling them constantly to the point that they'll do anything they um sexually assault people murder them all of these things i actually saw a documentary where the the man said when he was young he knew something was different about him mentally and something was going on inside of him the different thoughts he was having and i just want to call out any young people today anybody of any age if you have those type of feelings please go to somebody please go to a parent a friend someone at your school somebody that can help you somebody that can talk to you because this young man recognizing himself something was wrong and um he lived a normal life for a lot of his life of just keeping these thoughts within him and he got married had a family and everything and then one day he just snapped and started like his side gig or his um moonlighting job so to speak was just seeking out women assaulting and killing them burying their bodies like this is a, a sick thing a sick illness that that um needs some strong therapy some strong psychiatric help maybe even taken to a mental hospital um take it to a facility that you have to stay there in order to get help because it's people like this walking around in our world that we don't have any idea about this so if there's if there's thoughts like that going through your head I'm I pray for you but I ask you to go get some help right away and I say sex can be hell because it can send you to hell in so many ways not just figuratively but the things that people do for sex and their sexual urges I watched another um I think it was on 2020 or something where this man he was only turned on by a rape style sexual situation I don't know how this happened to him if he saw some movies or something when he was young but that's the only way he could be sexually aroused is by committing some type of form of rape so he just had that he just started to serially rape women I think of all ages and they finally caught him and found everything in his computer and everything and he tried to do normal relationships and one of the ladies stood up and said well um we tried to but it just wasn't working he wasn't happy with it so you'd be surprised how sometimes these sexual urges like some of the strange sexual urges people have and i've mentioned this before in, in some of the other podcasts especially that lovecraft country one episode you don't know what type of person you're dealing with you don't know what type of sexual urges that they might have and you have to be aware of that and um, assess that it's not easy people can put on some good fronts for you for a long time so you have to be cautious you have to pray you have to ask God to lead you and you have to just stay up on stuff you know this type of thing is out there you don't want to hide from that information you don't want to hide from that news you want to know what's out here and what to um pray about and what to be aware of and what red flags to look for 
I believe everybody has a sixth sense, something in their gut telling them that something is not right. You should always listen to that. I also believe that God puts that in us too as well, whether you know God or not. I feel like he put that gut sense in us to protect us. So always listen to that. Even if it doesn't seem logical to you, like how could this have happened? No, well, listen to that gut gut sense inside of you because usually it's telling you something. All right, guys, so beware, be safe, protect your children, protect your babies, and may God's hand stay safely upon you. If you don't know Jesus, Jesus died for your sins. He doesn't want you to hurt. He doesn't want you to be harmed. He wants to protect you and keep you. Ask him to come into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sins or any type of thoughts or actions. If you've done anything like this, ask him to forgive give you of your sins. He can forgive you and you can change your life. You don't have to go on being overruled by sex or drugs or whatever. I know people don't realize that. But just ask God to come into your life. Ask him to forgive you for your sins and ask him to lead you and guide you. In Jesus' name, amen. But people don't realize that you are serving a God. You have a master, whether it's your job where you go to daily to make your money. And everybody has to go to a job, but it depends on how intense you are about this job and how much you, your, your, your job can be your God, your house can be your God, your mate can be your God, even in a way your children can be your God, your sexual desires and urges can be your God, again drugs and alcohol could be your God, credit cards can be your God, money can be your God, you're serving something already, why not serve a God that cares for you and loves you and wants a good outcome for your well-being and not serve things and feelings and emotions and people that really don't have any true power we're all serving something why don't you serve something greater than yourself so that's my final word at the end of the day god bless you guys and praying for all of you and definitely praying for all of our children that god's safety be upon you we're praying against any predators sexual predators of any kind of any form any shape lord let us see right through them and see that their sin and see their evil and be able to escape them in your in your holy name. Let them get um, justice as they deserve also, Lord. Let them change their ways and change their lives so our world can be a better place, Lord Jesus. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. We have to pray that. We have to have something to look forward to, something to believe in, and know that we can be better than where we are right now. Thanks for listening, guys. Any comments, questions, feedback, email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com.